there, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Steph Demetrius. I'm so excited that you are here to join me on a journey of getting curious about your intuition and to learn how to turn up the volume to the voice of your soul while grounding your spiritual experiences in this beautiful life. This podcast is about giving a voice to your soul so that you can uncover the parts of you that you may not understand yet, but you deeply desire to. I'll be right here on this journey with you as each episode I will bring lessons and practical supportive tools as I share my personal journey with you. Thank you for being here and I'm really excited to share this space with you and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey there beautiful souls and welcome to episode four of the Ignite Your Intuition podcast series. Today I'm going to talk you through step two of the Ignite Your Intuition guide, the four-step process, and step two is creating space. And this for me is one of my favorite things to do is create space, and it's always the most powerful way I find to hear your intuition. So the next episode I'll be talking about trust, but this is about actually hearing it. Before we get to trusting, we need to be able to hear or sense or feel our intuition. And in the previous episode, episode three, I went through a beautiful palpable tool so you could feel your intuition in your body. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, head back to episode three because I will be referring to it a little bit in this episode. So before I get into the stories and the lessons and the tools for creating space, I just wanted to share with you a little bit more about how these came to me. So after I had my intuitive awakening and I had my son, When he was six months old, I started work in a clinic and the way I found the clinic was completely guided as well because there were so many blocks along the way until this clinic came into my awareness and and everything about this workplace was just effortless and so beautiful and so supportive on every level. Basically, I got there and I was still very scared of this intuitive side of me and there are a lot of healers working in this place and And for the first three months I was working there, at least once, sometimes twice a week, I would have a healing. I became so addicted to uh, these people who could read my energy and tell me what I wanted to know that I didn't think I could find out about myself. So essentially they were doing the intuitive work for me. I was just like, okay, guys, this is what I would like some some clarity around or some information on or, you know, what's coming up for me at the moment. And I'd go and have a session and they would tell me. And at the end of every session for those three months, they would say to me, you need to start trusting this because you can do it. And I was like, no, 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 no. I was deep in this belief that I couldn't do it and I couldn't hear my intuition and I couldn't trust it and it wasn't right and I was always second-guessing myself. So I kept going on for three months. I was having at least one session a week. And then at the end of the three months, something in me was like, "This, it's enough. That is enough trying to hand your power away to everyone else and not listening. So I, I made a commitment to myself. I said, no more sessions. I'm going to stop asking other people to do what I feel like I should now be able to do for myself. So then I began to just ask the universe. I just began to say, how do I trust? How, show me. Show me how I do this thing. I really want to know. I'm really curious. I want to know if I can do it for myself. So then I started to get the, the four steps to ignite your intuition. I started to see it visually, and every time I sat down to journal, it just came through. This cyclical process of these four steps of, the acknowledge, the create space, the trust and the action or allow. It just kept coming through. I've got journals full of the same drawing and lots of lots of um, descriptions of it. It does go quite deep. So because it is this four 
steps they're cyclical so you once you've gone around once you can keep going around and and each time you go around you get a bit deeper and deeper and deeper into your intuition so it doesn't stop it just keeps going because we're constantly peeling back layers we're constantly rebirthing to a new version of ourselves it's just underlying all the stuff that's on top all the emotions all the doubts all the mind chatter uh, any stagnant energy that's stuck in our bodies all those sorts of things are blocking this so each time we release another layer we sink a little bit deeper into our intuition and we're able to become more aware of hearing it and trust more so we can action it and live a more intuitively aligned life so that's how they came to me and what I'm talking about today is creating space and for creating space, there are four arenas in which we create space. And this, again, this is another tool that came through me when I was kept asking the universe, show me, show me, how do I understand this? How do I apply it? How do I feel it? How do I make it tangible and practical? And how do I have, you know, a framework to support me to ground my intuition? And that's essentially what the four steps to ignite your intuition are. They're a beautiful framework to help you ground your intuition and to make it palpable and to see where you are within that cycle and to help support yourself. And then along with that came the four arenas. And the four arenas are the four levels in which we exist. So we've got our energetic, we've got our emotional, we've got our mental and our physical. And all of these arenas affect our intuition. So if they're all nice and clear, then our intuition will be louder and it's easy to hear and it's easy to trust and it's easy to action and it's easy to acknowledge. But if you're finding that one or more of these are blocked, um, and they're not flowing, it makes it harder to hear your intuition, it makes it harder to trust it, it makes it harder to even acknowledge that it's there, and it makes it harder to place action on your intuition as well. So I'm going to run with through with you briefly today the four arenas um, to help you create space in those arenas, but I will be doing a series on these because I want to go a lot deeper into them because they it's it is really such a powerful practice when you are wanting to turn up the volume to the voice of your soul, aka your intuition. This is one of the main things that you really want to get your head around doing is creating space. Because just imagine that you, uh, your mind, just say we're talking about receiving information intuitively just through knowledge dropping into your mind. Because there's many ways that we can receive it. We can feel it. We can hear it. We can know it. We can see it. We can have this wisdom drop into our mind. So just imagine that You've got all this constant stream of thoughts going on in your mind and your intuition is trying to drop in and tell you something. If you've got a constant stream of thoughts there and there's all this noise and mental chatter, how are you going to hear your intuition? So basically we want to work on in that, in that instance, we want to work on creating a bit of space in the mind. And this is not necessarily saying I want you to push your thoughts away because we know that doesn't work. Whatever we resist persists and if you just try to push your thoughts away, they're going to bounce back and be even louder. So, you know, meditation is a great tool for helping create space in the mental arena. Even just sitting and feeling what's going on and just becoming aware and starting to just take note of the spaces in between the thoughts is a really nice way too. There's plenty of ways you can do it. And also the four arenas, they're all interlinked. So you might find that you are working in your physical arena and you go and do some exercise. And this is one that is works for me. So whenever I go for a bike ride or do exercise, I will tend to move my body, I'll be shifting all this energy, and then all of a sudden I get all this information, all these downloads dropping into my mind. So I always make time after exercise, especially a bike ride, because I know that when I come back and I put my bike away, I'm going to have all these things that I want to write down that I want to remember. So I always make time after my bike ride to jump into my, my office and just quickly jot down all this stuff that's been flying through my head, it's been 
coming in via my intuition because I moved my body and I released stagnant energy in my physical body. So that's just one example of how they interlink the, all the arenas. So when we're looking at all the arenas, I have two really beautiful, simple tools that I've created for you guys that I use myself. So in the free resources section of my website, there is the four arenas template and also the four arenas rituals template. So when you, when you go and grab the four arenas template, you can just start to take note of what is happening in each of those arenas for you. So you can have a look at your emotional arena, which is like your heart space, your feelings, your emotions, how you respond to things. And just take note, is there at the moment, you know, is there an overpowering emotion that you are feeling? Is there something that keeps coming up to the surface that you keep pushing down because you don't want to deal with? And, you know, it's coming up for a reason. So it might be time to just sit and start to heal that. Either have a session with someone or do a meditation or sit and hold space for that emotion and just simply feel it to let it shift through. So as I mentioned before, there's a lot of information that I want to share on these arenas. So I'm just going to keep it really super simple today. So when you get these two um, guides, you can basically just start to familiarize yourself with the energetic, the emotional, the mental and the physical and start to understand a little bit about how they play a part in your life and how they show up in your life. So I just mentioned the emotional then, which is our feelings and how we respond to situations and to the world around us. Also to our thoughts as well, because our thoughts can be a precursor to feeling emotions, especially if we are future tripping and we're worrying about something, or we might also be going over and over and over something that happened in the past and that might be creating these emotions for you. So we've got the emotional, we've got the mental. So that's our thoughts, that's our ego, that's our mind. That's what goes on in our headspace. So just having a look at that arena and just noting where you're at at the moment with that. What's happening? Is it noisy and loud and cluttered and full and there's no space? Or is it quite spacious so that you can, you know, really sense that intuition as it drops in? Uh, we've also got the physical arena too, which in the physical arena we're looking at our physical body. We're looking at nutrition and we're looking at environment. So our body includes movement. It includes, you know, maybe you've got an injury and even having a look and seeing what's underlying that injury. Is there an emotion that's underneath that? Is there blocked energy? What's going on with that, that, that injury? What's going on with your physical body? Are you moving enough? Are you not moving enough? Are you, like I said before, when I go for a bike ride, it unlocks my mind. For me, it's a really nice way for me to clear my mind as well as my physical energy. And then I receive all of these downloads. So looking at your movement, you know, are you moving enough during the week? Are you not moving enough during the week? How do you feel when you move? What happens when you move? Do you receive downloads? Is it, is it that powerful for you? Maybe there's something else that gives you that space in your mind as well. There's also nutrition when we're looking at the physical arena too. And nutrition is something that, you know, we all know what's good food and what's not good food. And our energy changes moment to moment. So our, and our physical body changes very regularly too. So our, our Nutritional requirements can be quite different day to day and even moment to moment. So it's even just starting to go, okay, when I eat the cabbage peppermint chocolate, how do I feel afterwards? Or when I eat the pan of chocolate or, you know, the apple or the banana or whatever it is, feeling your physical response to that afterwards and even your mental and emotional response. I know for me, I'm quite, I'm quite a sensitive human being as it is, but I know if I eat any, um, lots of like white refined carbs, if I eat lots of sugar, if I eat lots of dairy, if I eat um, lots of processed foods, I get really moody and grumpy and I really get in my ego and can get quite emotional too. So I know for me, those things, they block up all those arenas. They block up my mental arena. They block up my emotional arena. 
and they block up my energy and, and my physical arena too. And when all that stuff is going on, it, you know, once again, there's no space for intuition to drop in. So I eat a quite a specific, simple diet. Um, you know, I will, of course, sometimes, you know, have the, the peppermint chocolate or the ice cream or things like that too, because I do enjoy having them from time to time. Um, but if I'm, say, going through something quite emotional, I'll be very aware of what I do eat because I know that it definitely does have a big impact on those other areas of my life. And then the other one within the physical arena is the environment. So that is your physical environment as in, you know, are there lots of things all over your house and does that create mental clutter as well? Do you find that you are, say, maybe in a, in a big work environment with lots of people around? You know, you might be someone who's sensitive to that and you might be taking on everyone else's thoughts and emotions and energies. Is that affecting you as well? could be something as simple as your the the environment of your handbag, every time you got to reach in there to grab, you know, something simple, you've got to search all this stuff and it takes you forever and it's a frustrating process. Um, I think, you know, what Marie Kondo is doing is quite amazing. I've been conmarrying my house for the last couple of months and it has cleared up so much mental clutter for me. It's been quite amazing. Every time I used to go to the linen closet to change the bed sheets, I'd dread it because we've got three different bed sizes within our house and if I'm changing all the sheets I don't know which sheets are for which bed and it just became this really annoying process and just you know really clouded my my mental space so now that linen cupboard is I know where everything is I know where all the different sizes are I just go in there I grab the one I need it's just simplified that so much for me and it's something that's so simple but it's made a big impact on my mind when I do that and, and that's just, that's making it completely day to day. So when you've got that space in your mind, you can hear that intuition so much louder through, if you, um, if you sense it through information dropping in, you might see things, you might feel things, depending on how you sense your intuition might dictate which arena that you work on. And then we also have our energetic arena too which for me underlies everything. So if you are like, okay, I've got time to work on one arena and you're not sure which one to work on, go for your energetic because underlying everything else is energy. And if you can work on the energy underneath, you'll start to shift the physical, the emotional and the mental as well. So when we're looking at energy, we are looking at the way that we feel on an energetic level. So do we feel like a flow through our body? Do we feel like this peace and joy and ease? Do we feel this alignment with our internal and our external world or are we resisting things, are things blocked and stuck? So our energetic arena actually shows up through our physical body. So it shows up through, uh, have we got injuries? Is our mind busy as well? It shows up through the mental arena. Our energy shows up through the emotional arena. So they're the physical ways in which we can sense our energy and that energetic arena. Now, if you have listened to episode three just before this one, you will have done the um, muscle testing tool, which I love. So what you can actually do is you can get your four arenas guide and you can muscle test and ask something on the lines of, for my highest good, which arena do I need to work on right now? And you can go through each one, energetic, emotional, mental and physical, and see which one your body moves forward on. And that will tell you, okay, my body moved forward on emotional yeah, I have been really avoiding this emotion that keeps popping up. I'm going to make time to do a meditation and just sit and just feel this emotion and know that it's just an energy that wants to move through me and I'm going to shift it. Or you might get physical and you might go, okay, I've been really busy lately. I haven't been getting on my yoga mat. I am going to get on my yoga mat tonight after dinner or once the kids go to bed just for 10 minutes. 
and I'm going to just move my body intuitively and I'm going to do the poses that feel really good to me. Um, yeah, so you can use that muscle testing tool for everything. So use that to help you figure out what arena that you need to create a little bit of space in. And the other tool I have for you guys in the free resources section is the four arenas rituals. So what you can do is you can create a little guide for yourself of rituals that help support you in each of those arenas. So you might have under the emotional arena, you might have you know, journaling helps you release emotions. You might have having a good cry helps you release emotions. You might have doing a meditation. You might have sitting and smelling some essential oils and feeling it. You might have using crystals. You might have going for a walk in nature. Whatever helps you release emotions and process emotions, you could write a list underneath that. So then the next time you muscle test up emotions, you can go to your list and you can go, okay, which emotion or which um, which tool under the emotions list is going to support me for my highest good right now to clear my emotional arena. So you can get super specific with this. So hop on and grab those guides because they'll be really helpful. I'm going to uh, also pop a couple of questions in, in the Ignite Your Intuition playbook as well. So you'll find in there, there's just one question that says, what helps me become unstuck and what helps me become clear? And you can write down in there under each of the arenas because they're already written there for you. So you can even write in there, you know, energetically, meditation helps me become unstuck. Physically, going for a bike ride helps me become unstuck. Or, you know, you might find physically dancing helps you become unstuck. Or doing yoga, walking in nature, maybe running around after the kids or chasing your dog around the park, whatever it is. You can just allow yourself to have a nice little guide there so it's super simple. I'm all about keeping things really simple. So now that you've got that list that you've created, you can just go through it any time Use your muscle testing tool and feel the answer in your body. So I'm going to keep it at that today for the creating space within the four arenas. As I mentioned before, I am going to do a series on this because there is more information. Even though I'm keeping it really simple, there is more information that I do want to share with you for each specific arena so that you can help create some really powerful tools that will help you create more space within those arenas. And don't forget also to email me at info at stephdemetrius.com or comment on this podcast if you have any topics that you would like me to discuss, anything relating to intuition, energy, spirituality, intuitive awakening, all those sorts of things. So let me know. And, yeah, let me know too your experiences with creating space in the four arenas. I love to hear how different people do it. I always find it really interesting because we all have our own different ways that work for us. So, yeah, feel free to go out and just tune in and see what works for you because it's always it's always different. Um, yeah, have a beautiful week and I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I will see you guys again soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I look forward to continuing our journey together next episode. And remember to email me at info at stephdemetrius.com if you have any questions about intuition that you would like answered or any topics you would like to hear more on. And if you're enjoying this podcast, feel free to share it with a friend and I would absolutely love it and I'd be so grateful if you feel called to write a five-star review on iTunes, which allows more beautiful souls to find this podcast series. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.